Christocentric Station. Safe and family friendly radio with music to uplift your spirit. Hi, my name is Uncle Chris, and you are listening to Christocentric Kids. Catch them young for Jesus. One, two, one, two. Hi, everybody. How are you doing? What a joy to know you are tuning in. This is Christocentric Kids right here on the Christocentric Station. Welcome to Christocentric Kids. Say, Cut them young for Jesus. Cheers. Psalm 47 verse 1. Come everyone, clap your hands. Shout to God with joyful praise. Hip hip hooray for God. Clap your hands, shout, jump up and down because God is awesome. Whatever name was and whatever nothing 
This is Christocentric Kids right here on the Christocentric station. Kingdom Young for Jesus! This is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Good morning, kids. This is Auntie S.A. Welcome to Christocentric Kids. Welcome, Mommy. Welcome, Daddy. Welcome, Grandpa and Grandma. Welcome, everybody. We are excited to have you for today's show. It's going to be a great show. Today, we have for you a very exciting show. Did you enjoy last week's show? Today is even better. We have Bible stories, poems, songs, you name it. We have it for you today. And oh, do you remember Auntie Mabel and Auntie Ifo from last week? Guess what? They are back this week also. Let's all say hello to them. Hello, Auntie Mabel. Hi, Auntie Ifoa. Thank you so much for teaching us. God bless you. Okay, now before I leave you to enjoy today's show... Do remember to invite someone. Tell mommy or daddy. Mommy, please let me use your phone to call my friend to invite them so that they can also um, be blessed by today's show. Okay? So do invite them. I will catch you at the end of the show. Enjoy. This light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. 
my name is Uncle Chris, and you are listening to Christocentric Kids. Catch them young for Jesus. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart to stay. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart, down in my heart. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart. What else you got? I've got the peace that passes understanding down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. I've got the peace that passes understanding down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart to stay. And I'm so happy. Let's read in the way down in the depths of my heart. Where? Down in the depths of my heart. Where? Down in the depths of my heart. I've got the wonderful love of my blood to read in the way down in the depths of my heart. Where? Down in the depths of my heart to stay. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart. Down in my heart. And I'm so happy, so very happy. I've got the love of Jesus in my heart. Crystal-centric station. Safe and family-friendly radio. With music to uplift your spirit. You are known by your fruits. 
This poem is by Auntie Margaret. Do you know Auntie Margaret's last name? Her last name is Cajal. So she's Auntie Margaret Cajal. And she calls this poem, You Are Known by Your Fruits. Do you want to hear it? Okay, here goes. Children, listen to this bit of advice. In all your dealings, be kind and nice. Even children are known by their fruits, you see. So try to be as good as you can be. Nobody approves of bad attitude. And it also makes your parents feel sad. People might call you bad names. I'm sure your parents won't like that. Children, behave the best you can, okay? And grow into a godly lady or man. People then will say you are so kind and you are the best friend one can find and make your work pure and make it right and try to serve God with all your might. You're known by your fruits, scripture says, so be on your best behavior each day. Trust you like that poem. Will you be on your best behavior each day? Do your best, okay? That's all God and your parents require from you. Do you know how the world began? How God created it by hand? From mighty mountains to the raging sea To every leaf on every single tree It's in the holy book Just open up and take a look It's a story The twelve tribes of Israel were led out of Egypt by Moses. God had promised them a home of their own, a land called Canaan. But once they got there, many Israelites were afraid of the armies of Canaan. They didn't trust God to help them win their battles. They wanted to go back to Egypt where they had been slaves. God decided that since they didn't trust Him, they couldn't enter the Promised Land, and He had them wander the deserts for 40 years. After 40 years, God led the children of the 12 tribes back to the Promised Land. But instead of it being a time of joy, the Israelites were full of sadness. 
Their leader Moses had died, so they didn't have anyone to lead them to their new home. Boys, behave yourselves. Today we are remembering Moses. Joshua, who helped Moses for those forty years, was remembering the great leader in his own special way. <gasps> Come to cheer me up, Turnip. What will happen to our people now that Moses is gone? Who will guide us to the promised land? Why not you, Joshua? Turn it. You, you, you talked. It's me, Joshua. God, I've chosen you, Joshua, to lead the Israelites into the promised land. No, I can't. You helped Moses, but he was a great leader. I'm just an ordinary man, a simple servant. Don't be afraid. There is greatness in every man who has faith, Joshua. God, where is the land you promised us? Look west. What do you see? The desert floor and the Jordan River. Beyond that, foothills and green. The promised land. Take your people, Joshua. But I can't lead them. I'm frightened. Yes, you will face many dangers, but be strong. Remember, I will never leave you. Because Joshua loved God and obeyed His rules. God protected him. God's rules, known as the Ten Commandments, were written on stone tablets inside the holy ark. The river is very swift. Crossing won't be easy. Oh, this is foolish. <clears throat> Following Joshua as if he were Moses. Are you coming, Aram? Come, let's see what will happen. How about there, Joshua? I'll see how deep it is. Do you think you can cross it, little one? Oh, come on! It's just a little water. No! <laughs> Who are you? Go away! <gasps> I am Joshua, leader of the Israelites. God has promised us this land. <laughs> Did he? Well, I'm the king of Jericho, and you can't enter. We are protected by this swift river and the strongest wall in the world. If you can cross this river, you better be prepared for a fight. Our God protects us, as He protected Moses, our leader. <laughs> yes, I've heard that your God parted the Red Sea, but He has no power here. 
Stay away from Jericho, or my army will destroy you. What do we do, Joshua? Have faith and cross the river when God tells us to. You heard Joshua. Let's tell the others. I'm worried about this king of Jericho. He's like the waters of this river, dangerous. Joshua, yes, God. Don't be afraid of the king. If you trust me, I will protect you. Joshua did trust in God. He selected two men to sneak into Jericho and tell him about the king's army. One, two, three soldiers.、Oh, that third one is tiny. I'll only count him as half a soldier. Aram, we're spies. That means we have to be quiet. Go quiet, right? Spy. Oh, King, I'm only a harmless traveling merchant. Liar! You're a stranger in Jericho, so I say you're a spy. Hey! But he can't do that. More spies! Israelite spies! That's being quiet. Catch them! Stop the spies! Catch the Israelites! They must be here somewhere. My name's Rahab. I want to help. This way. Under here, quickly. Open your doors by order of the king. Out of my way! The Israelite spies. Did you see them? They were here, but they ran toward the city gates. If you hurry, you might still catch them. The king will be very unhappy if you let them get away.、Mm. Rahab told the Israelites it was safe to come out of their hiding place. That was a very brave thing you did. 
Why did you risk your life for us, two strangers? Everyone in Jericho knows the Israelites are coming to our land. We've heard that your God rules the heavens above and the earth below. He's so powerful. He parted the Red Sea for Moses. Now our men are afraid to fight you. Go, hide in the hills for three days. Then you'll be safe. God bless you, Rahab. You're very kind. Wait. I showed kindness to you. When your people attack the city, please spare my family and me. We promise, Rahab. Leave this red rope hanging from your window. It will be a sign that no one in this house is to be harmed. Joshua's spies did as Rahab had said. After hiding in the mountains for three days, they ran back to camp with their report. That's what Rahab told us, Joshua. Everyone in Jericho is afraid of us. We can defeat this king of Jericho. I'm not so sure, Aram. He had a lot of soldiers. Ah, they were all small. Let's pray to God and thank Him. He has done as He said. The promised land is ours. The next day, the twelve tribes marched towards Canaan. But as God had told Joshua, entering their new homeland wasn't going to be easy. How can we cross this river safely? Please, God, give me an answer. The water's too fast. It's too fast. I'm not going to No, no. How will we get our children and animals across? Don't be afraid. God has shown me a way. Bring out the Ark of the Covenant. Joshua directed the priests to carry the ark into the river and hold it there. The Israelites were confused. What did Joshua have in mind? This can't be safe. Joshua doesn't know what he's doing. Behold, the power of God. As the crowd watched, a miracle happened. <gasps> the priests held up the ark, and God held back the waters. It's just like when Moses parted the Red Sea. It's true, then. God must be with Joshua, as he was with Moses. The Israelites' faith in Joshua grew and grew, for now they knew he followed in the footsteps of Moses. Joshua, choose twelve men, one from each tribe. Tell them to get twelve rocks from the middle of the river, from where the priest stood. Carry the rocks, and put them down where you stay tonight. In the future, your children will ask, what do these rocks mean? 
And you will say, the water stopped flowing when the Ark of the Covenant with God crossed the river. These rocks will always remind the Israelites of this. One evening, Joshua was walking near Jericho. I've followed God's commands without question. I've tried to be a good leader, but I'm not a soldier. How can I fight the king of Jericho and his army? Joshua. God, how shall the enemy be defeated? You won't need swords or armor, Joshua. Just have faith in me. To defeat the king and army of Jericho, here's what you must do. Early the next day, Joshua formed the Israelites into a long line. Remember, do as God instructed. Not a word, not a sound from any of you. First came seven priests playing ram's horns. Then the Ark of the Covenant. Then the armed men. They marched one time around the great city. Hmm, this is not fighting. <laughs> this is a parade! Well, I... I guess we've won! <laughs> when do we attack the city, Joshua? We don't. 
Tomorrow we march around it again. And just like today, everyone must be quiet. No shouts of war. The only sounds can come from the ram's horns. So the Israelites marched once around Jericho. Every day, for six days. And for six days, nothing happened. You Israelites are fools! And the biggest fool is your leader, Joshua! <laughs> On the morning of the seventh day, Joshua's people were restless. Joshua, you do not know what you are doing. Our people are tired of marching in circles. We need a soldier for a leader. Yes, let's fight. You're right. I'm not a soldier. But I do have faith in God. He didn't let Moses down, and he won't let us down, so long as we trust in him. This is the seventh and last day. Who will come with me? I will. All of us. Tell everyone we will march. And march they did. But instead of going around the city just once, as they had done for six full days, Joshua said that God wanted them to march seven times. And on the seventh time around, they did something completely different. Shout! Yell! Scream! So that the heavens can hear you! Shout! For God has given us Jericho! For forty years we wandered through the desert sand Hoping we could find God's promised land And now it's here before us Behind a fortress tall But it will not be ours Until we bring down the walls Bring down the walls Of Jericho Bring down the walls Lift your horns and blow The sound we make is gonna shake This city to the ground We'll see the promised land When the walls come down We believe in God That He is with us here His power is much greater Than that army over there Our enemies are laughing But their kingdom soon will fall When we raise our voices We will bring down the walls Bring down the walls Of Jericho the walls, lift your horns and blow. The sound we make is gonna shake the city to the ground. We'll see the promised land when the walls come down. So shout out loud, shout out strong. That wall around the city won't keep us out for long. 
Their voices, a few ram's horns, and their faith in God, the Israelites captured Jericho. Joshua, these are the people who helped us: Rahab, her mother and father. You're a brave woman, Rahab. God has watched over you and your family. Because of your faith and for helping my people, can we stay and join you, Joshua? Nothing would make me happier. Don't touch me, Israelite! How dare you treat me this way? Why, I'm I'm the king. You were the king. When I said God promised us this land, you laughed and called me a fool. Who's the fool now? You can't no. Has anyone seen Turnip? For you, <laughs> perfect. My friends, our days of wandering are over. We're home. After Jericho was captured. The Israelites kept moving and claimed more and more new land. Their wandering days were over, all because Joshua and the Israelites had faith in God. Crystal Centric Station, safe and family-friendly radio with music to uplift your spirit. Welcome, welcome, family. Welcome, everybody in the house. This is episode two, and today's message is entitled "Jesus Christ is Our Big Brother." This is PH Kids, short for Pure and Holy Kids. Our Bible verse for today is. Romans eight twenty nine. It reads, "For God knew His people before they were created, and He chose them to become like His Son Jesus Christ, so that Jesus will be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters." Amen. Jesus is the only person. Who can take us to meet God in heaven? 
when we asked Jesus into our hearts, he became our friend. Today, I want to tell you that Jesus is more than just a friend. He's also our big brother. Our friendship with Jesus makes his father, who is God in heaven, our father too. What about my daddy with me right now? You may ask. The answer is simple. If Jesus is friends with your daddy, then God is also their father. Jesus is the big brother of everyone who has made God their father. How can you make God your father? By being friends with Jesus. So yes, Jesus becomes your friend and then his father becomes your father and then Jesus becomes your big brother. Okay. If Jesus is our big brother and friend, where is he now? Hmm. That is what we are going to find out next week. I hope and I trust that you enjoyed today's message. I want you to declare with me that Jesus, you are my big brother. Your father God is also my father. Thank you, Jesus, for this friendship. Amen. God bless you and I will see you next week. Bye-bye. For 24-7 soul edifying content, this is Christocentric Station. Play in at Christocentric.com. Christocentric Station, the kingdom promoter. This is Christocentric Kids right here on the Christocentric Station. Hitting go-
is Krista Sandrick Kids right here on the Krista Sandrick station. Cut them young for Jesus!
Are precious to me. There are so many. If I could count them, they would be more than all the grains of sand.
is Christocentric Kids right here on the Christocentric station. Faith for the whole family. Food for your spirit. Christocentric station. Isaiah 48 verse 18. If you had obeyed me, then peace would have come to you like a full flowing river. Good things would have come to you again and again like the waves of the sea. Whoa! When we obey God, we will have so much of God's goodness around us that it will be like we are swimming in it. Hello, kids. This is Antifa. Enjoy listening. Christocentric kids, cast them young for Jesus.
Afrocentric kids. Cause them young for Jesus. Move from moment to June. Hallelujah. Amen. Move Christ to Hallelujah. Amen. Move from June to Somebody there. Good morning. Wake up. It's a new day. Wake up. Let's do our morning devotion together. This is Auntie Fwa. Stretch. Stretch. And stretch. Let's go. My head, my shoulders, my knees, my toes. My head, my shoulders, my knees, my toes. My head, my shoulders, my knees, my toes, they all belong to Jesus. They all belong to Jesus. Good, we are awake now, warmed up to learn our Bible. Now, take your Bible, take your notebook, your pen or pencil. Let's study together. Close your eyes and let's pray. Father, we thank you for this morning. We are amazed by your blessings. Look at us. We are alive again, strong and healthy. We give you thanks. We pray that let your Holy Spirit come and help us. That we can understand your word and practice it to your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Take your Bible and say with me. This This is is my Bible. Bible. It It is is the the word word of God. God. It It is food for my soul. I must read it every day. Know it very well. And practice it. So that I will grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Well done. Well done. The best book to read is the Bible. The best book to read is the Bible. If you read it every day, it will help you on your way. The best book to read is the Bible. Good. Children, please read your Bibles every day. If you can't read it yourself, ask mommy or daddy to read your Bible for you every day, either morning or evening or any time that they make. Ask them, okay, to read your Bible for you, to help you to grow in Christ. We are learning about being thankful and giving thanks. Our memory verse today is 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Let's say it together again. 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 18. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Well done, well done, well done. Paul and Silas gave thanks to God in a very odd moment. When they were supposed to be sad and be crying, they were in prison for no good reason. They were just telling the good news and the people lied about them. But in the prison, they did not cry or complain, but they praised God and their thankfulness and their praise to God made God move. All the chains and all the doors were broken you know and the jailer was saved because he realized that there's power in the in the god that paul and silas were serving 
So we are learning that we should give thanks in all circumstances. Today, in Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 1 to 30, there's a beautiful story there. King Jehoshaphat, my friends, take your time to mention that name. King Jehoshaphat was a king of Judah. And at the time, there were three small towns around Judah. But when they come together, they make a large army. And they stood up against Jehoshaphat and a small army of Judah. And they said they were going to fight them and defeat them. They were so great a number that Jehoshaphat was afraid, my friends. And his people started complaining, Hey, the people are coming. They are many. Oh, these people. What are we going to do? Jehoshaphat turned and realized that the people were afraid. He himself was also afraid. So he decided to seek the face of God. My friends, let's always do that. Anytime you are afraid, pray. Okay? God will help you. Our God is all-powerful. Jehoshaphat knew that God was all-powerful. So he decided to seek the face of God in prayer. So he made all the people himself and all the people fasted and prayed. So they prayed to God to help them to be able to fight them, even though their army was very small. And God spoke to one of the priests and told them that they should not be afraid. He will fight for them. And immediately Jehoshaphat heard the word of God. He believed it. And he started thanking God. He told the people, let's sing praises to God. Let's thank our God. God says he will fight for us. God had not done it yet. But Jehoshaphat started praising God. Even before the answer came. Just because of the word. My friends, when we know the word already, we should already thank God. God says he is capable of doing all things. So when we pray to God about something, let's believe for whatever things we ask God in prayer. And when we believe, it will be ours. So when we pray to God, we should believe it and start thanking him. So Jehoshaphat started singing praises, thanking God. All of them were singing praises. Bible says they were singing in loud voices. For what? For an answered prayer. Meanwhile, it had not happened. <laughs> My friends, the following morning that they were supposed to go to battle, they got up and Jehoshaphat organized them again as they were going to the battlefield. Oh, everybody was shouting. They were singing praises. Hey, to battlefield, oh. My friends, that was amazing. Bible said, as they were singing to God, thanking him, praising him for, for the victory he has given them. Meanwhile, they had not seen the victory. And as they were singing, and they, they were going to the battlefield. They were going to face a large army. Bible says God did something amazing. God turned the enemies against themselves. The three towns, they themselves, he, they, he just turned them against each other and they started fighting themselves. Bible says they fought themselves until they killed every one of them. All of them died. So by the time Jehoshaphat and his little army got to the hill where they were supposed to fight, everybody was dead. There were only dead bodies scattered all over the place. Nobody was alive. What? Where are the enemies? The enemies have killed themselves. The Lord has fought for them. Wow! Amazing, my friends. What was left was jewelry, precious things, only, only property that were left there for them to collect. And Bible says it took them a whole three days to be able to take all the goods that the people had left behind. Three good days. And after that, they did something, my friends. They gathered in a certain valley and they called the place the Valley of Beraka. 
called that is the valley of blessing because they gathered there to bless the name of god for the amazing thing that he has done for them so that was a memorial you know they named the place the valley of blessing so that all the time from generations that will come after them they will all know they will all know that something happened here why is this place called the valley of blessing then they will be able to say that yes that time the lord fought our battles for us so it is always good that we always have something to remember the goodness of god my friends memorials are important and giving thanks and i think that we should all have something that reminds us of our answered prayers that is what we are learning today that even before the answer comes believe the word and give thanks amen close your eyes and let's pray father we thank you so much for your amazing word your word is so good for us and father thank you for encouraging us that for all the many prayers we have said father they are already answered and we give you thanks in jesus name we pray amen good thank you so much for doing your bible study with me today i'm so excited Please, today for your little activity, hey, write um, a thankful prayer to God for five things that you are expecting him to do or he has done for you. For five answered prayers or five things you are expecting him to do. I'll write that, dear God, I thank you for the gift of life. You have given me life this morning. I thank you for my voice. I can sing, you know. I thank you so much for blessing me, my family. Write anything that you can remember. Okay, I thank you that you have healed me. Maybe you are praying something is not too right with you, but you have prayed about it. Tell God that you thank him for an answered prayer. Thank you so much. Have an amazing day. I love you all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yadi mo nyami, yadi mo nyami. Asida yadi mo nyami, yadi mo nyami, yadi mo nyami. Hey kids, Auntie Essie here. I am so excited for you that you're listening to Christocentric Kids. You know why? Because it will help you to be that great person God created you to be. Christocentric kids, catch them young for Jesus. Christocentric kids, catch them young for Jesus. Christocentric station, safe and family-friendly radio with music to uplift your spirit. Hi everybody, I am Irama. I am Irifa. We, we are the Fosun Sisters and we love Christocentric kids. Watch out for our segment. Christocentric kids, catch them young for Jesus.
Welcome back. It's time for entertainment. We are going to play a quiz. Our queen master will do it with us. Okay. Okay. So I have a list here of alphabets. When I mention them, you tell me the names of the animals they represent. If one is unable to answer, the other can answer for bonus point. Are we ready? Yes. You've got 10 seconds to give me the right answer. Oh, I start with Erefwa. Erefwa, your first letter is C. Cut. Cut. Good. The second is H. H. Horse. Horse. The third one is A. Ant. Ant. Is ant an animal? Yeah. Okay. The fourth one is R. R. Rabbit. Rabbit. The fifth is A. A again. The name of an antelope. animal. Okay. Antelope. I give to you. The last letter is S. S. Snake. Clap your hands for Erefoir. Okay. Erama, it's now your turn. The first letter is P. Pig. Pig. The second is R. R. Rabbit. Rabbit. Okay. Next is A. Ant. Ant. Okay. Next one is I. Name of animal that begins with the letter I. I. Do you have an idea? <laughs> That's a good one. Well, I, Irama, five, four, three, two, one. Any bonus for Asida? Irama, your next letter is S. Snake. Snake. And the final one is E. E, the name of an animal that begins Elephant. with E. Elephant. Clap for A. Rama. Final round. I'm asking for books of the Bible that begins with the following letters. I start with you, Erefwa. Your first letter is P. Book of the Bible that begins with the letter P. Peter, I give it to you. The next one is R R. Romance. Ro. Ro. Romance. Romance. Okay. The next letter is S. S. Some. Somewhere. The next is C. C. Letter C. C. What? <laughs> Certainly not Corona. <laughs> Co what? Coro. Coro. Coronas. I think. I think. Uh, sorry. Coronas. I have an idea, but I think we'll give you half. We'll give you half half of that, okay? Yes. All right, Kara, can you take the other half? What 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 is that? Corinthians. Co. Corinthians. Corinthians. Okay. Corinthians. Okay. Is that what you wanted Colossians. to say? 
Okay, don't worry, you got it. I'll give you half for that. And the last one is letter D. 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 Book of the Bible that begins with letter D. 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 Yes. D. Letter D. Five. Four. Three. Two. Two and a half. Two three quarters. <laughs> time up. Time up. Time up. Time up. Okay. We'll send the bonus to Erama. David. David! In the Bible? David. I'm sorry. There's no book in the Bible called David. Because of the sons of David. Okay, there's no book in the Bible called David. So I'm sorry you lost the bonus. Daniel! But but nobody gets the point. It's just uh reminding us that the book in the Bible is Daniel, okay? Or Deuteronomy. Okay, now the next one is Yeah, you were trying to, but it didn't come out. Now, Erama, these are your letters, books of the Bible. First letter is J. J. James. James. Good. The next one is L. Luke. Luke. The next is M. Matthew. Matthew. The next is T. Timothy. Timothy. Or Titus. Good. And the final one is E. Efficient. Efficient. Clap for yourself. This light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. 
Never have I seen the righteous forsaken Believe in what you told me You would always hold me Safe in the palm of your Geraldo. For 24-7 soul edifying content, this is Christocentric Station. Play in at Christocentric.com. Christocentric Station, the kingdom promoter. This is Christocentric Kids right here on the Christocentric Station. Matthew 19, 26. With God, all things are possible. What? You mean like God can create a whole planet out of nothing? Yes. You mean he can start or stop a rainstorm whenever he wants? Uh Uh-huh. He can walk on water? Yes, Jack, that's what it says. With God, all things are possible. All! not nice tofu what if your friends find out they will stop talking to you won't they oh no I am so clever they won't find out ever let me tell you the story of another clever boy called Tom Sawyer
Sawyer lived with his aunt Polly and half brother Sid. He was an extremely clever boy who loved mischief. But Tom also had a very good luck which always helped him get away with the mischief he did. One day his aunt Polly was looking for him. Tom, Tom, where are you? She looked everywhere. She looked outside in the yard. Inside in the house and the kitchen. She looked in her room too. But he was nowhere. She went back to his room and called to him. Tom, stop hiding and come out now. But there was no answer. Suddenly, Aunt Polly saw something move under Tom's bed. She thought it was Tom. She bent down and swiftly pulled the bed cover. A cat that Tom had hidden there sprung out at Aunt Polly. Surprised looking at this, she shouted, Oh dear, where did Tom get the cat? Wait till I find that boy! Just as Aunt Polly was shooing the cat out of the window, she felt someone behind her. It was Tom trying to escape from the room. He had been hiding in the cupboard. Aunt Polly caught him by the collar. Tom, what were you doing hiding in the cupboard? You ate all the jam, didn't you? Uh, no, Aunt Polly. I haven't even touched the jam. It must have been Sid. Don't you lie to me, young man. I can see the jam all over your face. Tom quickly tried to wipe his face, but it was too late. Today I am going to beat you with a stick. You have become too mischievous. Aunt Polly, look behind you. Aunt Polly turned to see, but there was no one. It was just one of Tom's tricks. And this time he used it to get away from Aunt Polly. Because when she turned around again, he wasn't there. Oh, this boy! One of these days I am going to punish him! Tom was so happy with himself for fooling Aunt Polly again that he decided to take the day off from school. Instead, he went to the river and bathed in it. At lunchtime, he went into a nearby farm, stole fruits from there and ran out of there with the owner chasing behind him. Just as he was running, he bumped into Sid. 
Sid saw Tom's wet hair and clothes and the fruits in his hands and understood that Tom hadn't gone to school but he didn't say anything. When Tom reached home, Aunt Polly was waiting for him and she was angry. Tom understood that Sid had told her everything. Tom, did you skip school again? Uh, no Aunt Polly, Sid is lying. How did you know Sid said anything to me? Well, for once Tom had got himself into trouble. He had no answer for Aunt Polly's question. Tomorrow is Saturday. You don't have school. You will not go anywhere. Instead, you will whitewash the fence. Uh, the entire fence? Yes, the entire fence. That is your punishment. Tom had no choice. He couldn't argue with Aunt Polly. He didn't want to make her angrier. But he was angry too. The fence would take up his whole Saturday. He went into the yard and kicked at the dust. Just then, he saw Sid coming in. He quickly made a mud ball and swung it at him. Ah! Stop! Help, Aunt Polly! Why did you have to tell anything to Aunt Polly? Tom flung a few more mud balls at Sid and then jumped over the fence and ran away. He knew he was already punished so nothing worse could happen now. Next morning, when Tom came down for breakfast, he was greeted with a pail of paint and paintbrushes. Aunt Polly had been serious about his punishment. So Tom ate his breakfast and went into the yard to whitewash the fence. Painstakingly, he finished a bit of it. That's when his friend Joe came up to him. Hey Tom, why are you working on a Saturday morning? Working? Who said anything about working? Well, why are you painting the fence then? I am doing it because it is art. Haven't you heard of art, Joe? Well, I have, but I have never done it. Is it fun? Oh yes, it is. Why else would I do it? Joe thought about it. It was true. Tom Sawyer would never do anything that wasn't fun. He asked Tom if he could also try it. Tom agreed to let Joe do only a small portion of it in exchange of three marbles. Joe thought Three marbles was too much, but agreed. He wanted to try art.
A little while later, their friend Jim came. He saw Tom resting under the tree and Joe painting the fence. He went to Joe. What are you doing, Joe? It is art. I paid Tom three marbles to let me do it. Three marbles? Uh, is it that good? Yes, very good. Jim dashed to Tom immediately and asked if in exchange of his fish book, he too could whitewash the fence. Tom feigned some reluctance but agreed. And so it went on. Other friends of Tom came and believed that painting the fence was fun. They paid Tom in collector's cards, candies and even a catapult to get a chance to paint the fence. By noon, the entire fence was painted and Tom was a rich boy. He hid his treasures and went to his aunt. It's done. What? Unbelievable. Let me see. Aunt Polly took Tom with her to see the fence. Indeed, it was done. And it was done very nicely. How did he do it? Anyway, his punishment is over. Now I will have to let him go. I hope he does not create more mischief. But as always, when Aunt Polly turned around to tell Tom that his punishment was over, he was already gone. The next day was Sunday and Tom went to Sunday school. When he reached there, he saw a new girl. and was smitten by her. He desperately wanted to impress her. He thought of a way he could prove himself better than the other boys. He went to one of the smartest boys in the class. And bought from him all his yellow tickets in exchange of the treasure he had earned from his friends yesterday. The yellow tickets were awarded only to those boys who had learned all the verses of the Bible. Usually, only older boys were able to get the yellow tickets. When you had enough yellow tickets, you could exchange them for a Bible. The minister asked the class, Does anyone have enough yellow tickets for a Bible? Nobody had so many tickets, except Tom, who raised his hand. Everybody, including the minister, was surprised. 
Tom was the most naughty boy they knew. How could he have learnt all the verses of the Bible? The minister understood this was one of Tom's tricks and he decided to test him. Very well done, Tom. Please come here and collect your Bible. Also, as is tradition, when you earn your Bible, you get to recite any three of your favorite verses from it. Tom was stumped. Three verses? He didn't even know one. He fumbled. Uh... Mm. Uh, um. The whole class laughed at him as they understood that mischievous Tom had got into a big soup this time. Do you still think you will never get caught? Oh no, Tia. I have to go and tell my friends the truth and apologize to them right away. have for you today kids trust you enjoyed today's show what was it about the show that you enjoyed the most your favorite part was it the songs uh or it was the bible stories uh, i know what you enjoyed most it must be auntie mabel's ph kids mm. or was it auntie of us oh i just heard somebody say oh, they really liked that naughty tom story at the end well Whatever it was that was your favorite part, I trust you learned an important lesson today. Would you like to share it with me? I'd really like to hear your lesson from today's program. Or if you have memory verses, 
your favorite you'd like to share with Auntie SA. She'd be very happy to hear you share it with her. So how about you let mommy or daddy record you reciting your favorite memory verse or your lesson from this week's program. And I promise we will play it on air next week for everybody to hear. So you make sure you send it in early enough in the week so that we can share it. Okay? Hold on a second. The number is 0551-300-317. 0551-300-317. And do remember to invite your friends next week. Please do not listen alone. As I leave you this morning, do remember that God made you great. So make sure you do your best in everything that you do. Christocentric kids, we're catching them young for Jesus. Bye from Auntie SA and everybody here at Christocentric Station. Ha! This song is for every child of God. <laughs> so if we go by a child of God, oh yeah. Yes, we overcame. I never, never, never ever stopped to 